so please let me know if you can see and hear clearly and uh, we also have Elijah with us this evening and so introduce yourself Elijah hey everybody how's it going I'm a really I'm a wonderful friend of Bonnie's and I'm really been looking forward to this the dream come true I'm, I'm just really excited I'm really stoked thank you for having me Bonnie. oh you're welcome um, I'm Bonnie Vent I'm a medium and a channeler and I've been doing a lot of um, field research work in the past as well as uh, channeling work with a group known as The Connection, which they're more than happy to tell you that that is just a, uh, a label that they use. And so um, doesn't really, it's more their function than their name. But if you need to refer to them by a name, then their name would be The Connection. And they are a group of high-level um, spiritual energy from Source. And they um, assist me with my life path, which is also part of sharing information with you. Uh, and so what I've been tasked to do, and Michael Jackson wanted to be a part of it, but he just wants to do the introduction. Uh, because the main guest tonight is going to be Nikola Tesla, which should be very, very interesting. Uh, he's, he's, he's been in my head off and on for quite some time. And information gets uh, unfolded to me in layers. And it's very interesting because I recently saw a video where Michael Jackson was talking about how he received his music. And he said very much the same thing, that he would get the underlying bead and then he'd get layer on top of layer. And that is how music is made uh, in, in layers and tracks on top of each other all blended together. And so I, I see that in the work that I do as well. So I think this may be just the way channeling uh, works when you're also a researcher like I am. Uh, because I'm very much a prove-it person. And so they have to build my confidence level before I'm willing to share with anyone else. So when it comes to Tesla, this actually relates back to some old research that I did at the Hotel Del Coronado. And it had to do with a spirit person that came forward and said she was a laundress and remarked that there was a bell system and I wondered, and I did some research as to uh, what the electricity was, the source of electricity in the Hotel Dell, because it was very, very advanced for its time. We're talking 1887, 1888 time frame. And in uh, my research, I found there was a long-standing urban legend that Edison installed the lights turns out not to be true at all. They were Westinghouse patents. But if you dig a little deeper, and this is something that's actually coming up uh, in a film, I just found out about this yesterday, uh, you find out that uh, the Westinghouse patents actually belong to Tesla. And so Tesla sent me on this journey uh, recently 
back over to the Hotel Dell and I actually got to walk through the laundry area. And some of you that know me well, uh, I sent you pictures of me doing this. And so you know I'm not just making this up. This is exactly what happened. And so he's been kind of pinging on me for quite some time that he wanted to come forward and he wanted to have a, a conversation with us. Uh, similarly to the way Michael Jackson is communicating now, it's not so much about him, it's all about us and what are we doing in the third dimension and what can we be doing a little bit better perhaps in the way we approach things. So with Michael Jackson, he likes to talk a lot about the music, but it, it was indeed channeled when he was here and you can find some interviews where he actually says that. He was pretty quiet about it. Uh, and so uh, apparently Michael Jackson was a huge fan of Nikola Tesla. And then we also find that my friend Elijah here is also a huge uh, fan of Nikola Tesla. And I've always been a fan of Nikola Tesla just because the stuff he did was so cool. Yeah, it really, really was. I just can't wait to really, not only just ask those questions, but really just get to the bottom of all these answers I had in my head since I was a kid. So, it, it, <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. So, Great. So, for me, I always like to start with um, a card pull to set the tone, which is just something that I do. It's just a little bit of uh, ritual, I guess. And from what I'm told, the next thing that's going to happen, all bets are off on this, guys, but the next thing is that Michael wants to come through and he wants to introduce Nikola Tesla. And then Tesla wants to come through. And Elijah uh, has his own questions, but he can also take your questions from the chat. And I will be able to hear him uh, as he's on this broadcast with me. So I can hear uh, the questions, which is a huge value add for me and for you. Because when I channel, I can't look at the chat. And so he's going to be my, my eyes uh, while I'm in channel if that makes sense. So before we get started, does anyone have any questions for me? Um, anything that you would like to, to say before we get started? And I will go ahead and pull a card. You have any questions, Elijah? Um, not right now. Okay. I'm coming upon right now. All right. How are you feeling? How does the energy feel to you? Um, it feels very calm, but I'm trying to say I'm trying to put out a really big peak and heat. Trying to really, really warm. So that's where I'm at for since. Okay, this is it's just really going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Elijah shared with me this is a dream come true for him. So I think he had something to do with uh, this coming into play. Uh, power of intention and, and that sort of thing. Thank you, Belinda. Belinda says I look very nice. Thank you. She's absolutely correct. Thank you. <laughs> Hannah, Michael is going to speak, um, but he's just doing an introduction of Tesla and 
uh, I tell you, he's he's a fanboy. <laughs> so I would expect a little less serious demeanor than um, than we usually get from him. Um, it's gonna be very plain. Yeah, he's he's like a huge fan. And like I say, I've only been given the framework here. I have no idea what anyone's going to say. I do not know what questions Elijah has, and I certainly don't know what questions you guys are going to put in the chat. Um, and I, I really like working this way, where the information is pure and natural. It's not contaminated by um, any bias that I may have. That's actually, you know, now that you mentioned it, that is one question I've always noticed. How you've always been able to really center yourself and to actually shut off pretty much like the, the conscious aspect of it, given that you know, we're connected to the connection to so self-subconscious. It's always amazing me with just how you were always able to really just shut out bias, shut out all these um, societal conditions. You really um, have to. You have to be able to really step aside and let the information come through. And I'll be just as uh, floored by it as you guys probably. Um, someone asked the question whether uh, Michael Jackson is still alive, and the answer is no. He's in spirit. Um, but he does stay very close to our dimension and he's been uh, very instrumental and helpful in providing information to us as spiritual in nature. And that work thing, that work there actually has led me to buy. But that thing is actually pretty coincidental uh, in a sense. Okay, so here's our card. Six of Earth. Give some money, time, or effort. New career opportunities. Receiving a loan or paying off of debts. That's very interesting because um, this obviously this work that I do is very much a, a love offering gift. Uh, but I would like it to go farther in that I'd like it to get some attention from the scientific community and some research and actually get some funding because there's only so much that I can do uh, with, you know, literally no money and everything is free software and that kind of thing. Uh, so we do pretty well with what we have. Uh, but I know many of you are um, transitioning from uh, trying to make money from your spiritual gifts. And I do think that that's something that is going to be discussed tonight is the difference between doing something just for the profit, as in monetary profit, or doing something for the greater good and having a legacy. Um, that is something that uh, that Mr. Tesla uh, wanted to talk about, I believe. And uh, Luis Flamenda Fernandez is wondering whether or not, I guess they're wondering whether or not Michael's still alive. To answer that question once again, he's not alive physically. He is alive spiritually. Right. Yeah, he's very much alive in spirit. Um, all these people are, which is um, interesting to be in a position where we can actually uh, get involved with them, uh, but they come to me. I also want to make that point very clear that um, they come to me and I'm fulfilling their request. Uh, now going back to the card, I don't take it as a debt, but I do take it as an obligation. 
uh, for the, my purpose for being here and that I will bring these messages forward. And I do have to set aside uh, what people may think of the information and how they may interpret it. And there again, that's part of the, the centering. And it's true for everyone. If you're um, doing anything in the public eye that is uh, controversial or spiritual in nature, you have to really not worry about what other people think about it. And just, sure. just go ahead and, and do what you're guided to do. And it'll keep you very much uh, out of difficulty for the most part. I mean, you're going to get, you know, flack on the internet. Everybody does. But uh, it, it can keep you more centered. Uh, don't let it stop you from doing what you feel you need to do. As long as it's a positive thing. You know, don't want you to commit crimes or anything. <laughs> and Catherine is wondering, um, she's feeling a very high pool of energy right now. She's wondering if it could be coming from all of this. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I think that this is a much bigger deal on the other side, is kind of the, the feeling that I'm getting, than just us in this little group. But we are, uh, in some ways, um, at least for Michael, we are a chosen group. Um, and well, maybe I should let him talk about that a little bit when he comes through. Uh, it's, it's a very interesting way of looking at it, but when you realize that he was someone who was capable of channeling when he was alive, it actually makes perfect sense because he gets it. You know, he understands how this process works and he really gets it now, for sure. Yeah, he has a very deep understanding. I don't even think deep is the right, center, right word for it, but it, it's, a, it's a knowing that you can only know because it's a part of you and it's what you do. It's that kind of, you can't explain it to someone else to that depth. It's just a knowing because you know. It's just um, deeply ingrained in you and, and it's part of, I, I call it part of your wiring, which is funny because that's like a Tesla reference, <laughs> Mr. Wireless. Uh, but it, uh, it really is, um, is part of your, your makeup. And it's a matter of getting all of the outer uh, things off your plate, out of your life, cleaned up and that sort of thing, so you can get down to true purpose. Which is, you know, after years and years and years, I feel that I've finally gotten sort of to that point. Uh, but just because you're a channeler doesn't mean you have a trouble-free life. As a matter of fact, you tend to have more challenges because you're more able to handle them. So it's... Exactly. And Kathy, you know, you're absolutely welcome. That's our pleasure doing this. I enjoy answering you guys' questions to the best of our ability. Okay, so now it's going to get harder for you, Elijah, because I'm going to go away for a while. Uh, <laughs> You've seen it all before. And okay, so my understanding is that Michael's going to come through first, and then uh, I will come back for a brief second, and then we'll transition over into uh, Nikola Tesla, um, who I have not um, chatted with in this format before. Obviously, I've uh, channeled Michael before. 
So that's very familiar. But they always give me something that pushes the envelope. And I just, I wonder what they're going to do after this. But <laughs> anyway, okay, so let, let me get um, centered a little bit here. And if you would, um, you can all help me in the chat as well uh, by focusing your energy. And I know most of you are familiar with Michael Jackson and his energy. So if you just want to focus on that and um, the, the calming, peaceful, loving nature that he is. This is Michael. Oh gosh, guys, do you understand how important this is? This is the greatest thing ever, 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 ever. Oh my. I am so excited for you to have this because it took a little bit of convincing, if I do say so myself, to get Mr. Tesla interested in us. And that is what I did. We work in conjunction with the connection as always, because they are in charge of everything, trust me. You may think celebrity gets you wherever you wanna go, but I tell you what, all bets are off when you come over here. But I was able to talk to him about the work that we've been doing here and he took great interest from a scientific point of view which i was very happy because he is the best possible person that you would want looking at this kind of thing and so i don't want to take up too much time because we really want to hear what he has to say i'm so excited i am such a huge huge fan i studied greatly about Mr. Tesla and what it was like to be him as a person. And we have so many similarities. It is just amazing to me that he would have so much of the same experiences in his childhood that I had in mine with completely different lives, completely different missions to accomplish. But the source coming from somewhere else that we grappled with trying to determine where that somewhere else was. And now we are aware, but I think in what I read of Mr. Tesla, he struggled with this too. And I think he wants to talk a little bit about that and also give us some information about what he has planned. He asked me not to spoil it for him. So I won't. And so please, if you like me, love me, I love you more. And I love your support. You have been beyond amazing in supporting me through the most difficult of times. I am so grateful and so aware of the energy and effort that you put forward on my behalf, even still. And I hope that you will take that same 
enthusiasm and that same energy and that same love and move it forward to our very special guest, Mr. Nikola Tesla. Thanks so much, everyone. I will see you again soon. I'm going to be sitting right behind Bonnie, so if you see me, don't be surprised. Okay, here we go, guys. Thanks so much. Wow, Elijah, that was like a different kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sitting here, I'm just like, oh, wow. I've never heard him talk like that before. You know, the thing is, I knew he was going to, I had a feeling he was going to talk just like that. Because you said he was like a fanboy, so I'm like, I can only imagine what that's like. And now I know what it's like. <laughs> oh, gosh. Very oh, wow, really <laughs> And he always gives us such interesting insights. You know, it's... I always do you have to you have to listen to this video over and over again because every time you listen to it you'll hear something a little different uh, which is like I say a very uh, true sign that you're actually working with something that's interdimensional because it does have the the layers the layers of an onion kind of effect to it okay so now good to get a little sip of water here Okay. I'm sorry, Elijah. What'd you say? I'm saying this is really a big thing for him to come through that expressive. This is a really, really oh, big thing. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a big it's a big deal. Okay. So I'm going under again. <laughs> And once again, if you'd help me focus, if you like uh, Nikola Tesla, if you're familiar with his work, please focus on his energy and ask him to come forward at this time. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can we hear you, Mr. Tesla? Thank you. You're welcome. Mr. Jackson gave me a wonderful introduction, and he has talked about this group. He informs me that this group is a group of receivers, which is language that immediately perks my attention if you understand as finding good receivers is so critical to the transmission of energy and frequency and he is correct that I do have a surprise for you because you may feel that you have started an experiment in trying to communicate with me but I must tell you that I already started an experiment with you 
Let that sink in for a moment. I started at first just with Miss Bonnie and I gave her directions on what I wanted her to investigate and explore and although she can't prove it I did inform her in answer to her question that the bell system at the Hotel del Coronado did indeed exist and it was indeed wireless. Now there's nothing like practical experience to show the way, so to speak. So I opened the door for her to go into the area where this bell system used to exist. It's been gone for quite some time, but in putting her in that area, she was able to visualize exactly how far away the laundry is from the hotel. And in fact, that the laundry is not in the hotel. This is a simple way to show that the only way to ring a bell when you have to literally be a block away is wirelessly. She did not have tremendous amounts of experience with what my inventions were all about but I have to start back at the beginning for me and say that I owe a great apology to people who legitimately, and I do emphasize legitimately, channel. I did not realize that in childhood when I would see things in my mind's eye and be able to put them together, all the pieces, all the layers together in my mind's eye, to then actually create an invention. I did not realize that I was channeling. As a matter of fact, I was told I had mental illness and that I suffered from hallucinations and delusions because I heard voices and I saw images that were not there. Now, as a scientist, that is quite a challenge, is it not? But I grappled best I could and tried to control this coming to me. Silly me, as there's no way to control it. You can try and trick your mind and distract yourself, 
but it's still there. You have to go to sleep sometime, don't you? And let your guard down. And it is in those times that the information would come through. It wasn't until I got a little bit older that I decided that maybe there was some value in the information I was receiving. You will note that in my time that if you wanted to get an invention created that you would go to the wealthiest people you had access to. In my case that was J.P. Morgan and it also occurs to me as I am able to see ahead and into your day that when I say J.P. Morgan I'm talking about the man. When you say J.P. Morgan you're talking about a financial institution as the man is no longer in the three-dimensional realm. So please understand that we did not have the high-level barriers that you currently have today in that to get things done was just a matter of pitching your idea, hoping that they would give you some money so that you could go and do it. And we are noticing, and the reason why I wanted to come through and speak with you all is that the barriers that have been in place are starting to break down. And we're getting back to a time where you actually can create and do things without having to go through these big power structures. I must tell you that I detested power structures and I detested governments and the way that governments ran. I did, however, from time to time, have to, out of necessity, commingle with these energies. And I have to also say, I am not completely happy with what happened with some of my inventions. For instance, how does a peace wave become a death ray? if you understand my drift. Understood, sir. It is disheartening, is it not, to have such perversion. And so we are trying again, and now that I am over in this realm, I don't have any constraints. Please let that sink in for a moment. No constraints. You wish to talk about wireless technology, my friends? 
It's sure. thought forms. Thought forms are wireless technology now, my friends. Forget about the machinery. Now, that may sound like a non-scientific thing to say, but if your interest is in the betterment of humanity and not the mighty dollar or to war with one's neighbor, then you will understand that it is your thoughts that are now transmitted through the air and great responsibility comes with this as well. So why fuss? Why get upset when you can focus on pure intention and even communicate to another living being? Are there not people that say, I knew you were going to call. Well, how did they know that, friends? Because they received their own inter-bell ringing. It is all completely possible. Now, you may wonder why wireless technology is just now something that is coming into the forefront. There is an easy answer, my friend. It is power and it is money. And if the first requirement is that a profit must be made, a monetary profit, then that slows down the progress. I never concerned myself with monetary profit. I did need money for my experiments. But you will notice that predominantly I worked with air, space, through the air, or with the flow of water. The most important, I would say, to me personally, was the project in Niagara Falls. And it is proven my friends, that you can create electricity with water. So why would they tell you that there is a shortage of water, especially if you're living next to the coast? It does seem a little silly, does it not? You stare out at the sand and what do you see for miles and miles is water. It is self-sustaining, which all of my inventions all had that same property to it because they did not come from the third dimensional reality. That is the heart of the matter. And I can now admit that. I was not able to in life. There were people that already looked sideways at me as I was a eccentric figure. Of course, 
that just means I was unique and one of a kind and a jewel in the crown, not someone to be ridiculed or left to practically starve. You will also notice with people that reach a certain status, as in everyone seems to know their name, that they have to be very much concerned with people trying to remove them from the third dimensional reality, if you get my drift. Understood. And so some of my strange behavior had everything to do with avoiding being poisoned. Now, this is a controversial thing that I'm saying to you, but I have a very limited amount of time to get information through this channel. And I am aware that people wonder about that. And one of the things that I did was I made sure that my food was always fully, fully cooked. And I observed the preparation to make sure that even if something were put into the food, that it would boil away. How sad that is. And I do know that Mr. Jackson feels the same way on this particular topic. I do not wish to tell tales out of school, if you understand. But please be aware as you venture forward with your creations that safety becomes a concern the more popular your invention becomes. So although you may feel you're going to save the world and you may well do so, you also need to make sure to keep yourself safe. So we really wanted to convey those messages to you. We also wanted, Mr. Jackson and I, also wanted you to please avail yourselves of the information that is coming to you. There is more that is going to be coming into your third dimensional awareness. And we suggest that you pay attention and jump on opportunities when presented. The windows and doors open and close very quickly these days. So do not waste time. Take action on the things that you wish to accomplish and be thoughtful. As we say, thought forms is what I would say you should be calling the new wireless, as thought forms are not detrimental to the human body. 
where some of these waves that are being artificially generated into the environment are having a health effect that is negative in nature. Please be aware of this. Please get yourself out in nature and away from these signals as much as possible. Do not have them next to you on an ongoing basis. Take breaks from those energies to preserve your health. And we understand that there are questions and I am more than happy to answer any questions that are presented here for as long as we keep this channel open. It is a little bit limited in that we are dealing with a human being and it can be a little bit draining on their energy in some ways and over energizing in another. Mr. Jackson is suggesting that I remind people of how over energized he would become when he was performing to the point where he could not sleep for days. And this very same thing occurs with channeling. It is an overload of energy. And so we do have to be respectful of the channel. And she has been so gracious and so lovely as to accommodate me. And I am so appreciative. I am also very appreciative of you and your time in listening to what I have to say. There will be other opportunities in the future for me to come forward and to chat with you. I just wanted you to know that I am very much aware of you, that I do not have a negative connotation to channeling when it is legitimate. Once again, when it is legitimate. Please be careful about what you take into your heart and you will know what feels right and what doesn't. So I will now open up to any questions that you may have. Please proceed. Okay, Mr. Tesla, uh, my hands are wide to shake from the one question I do have. Uh, you mentioned staying away from, or I should say, having limited exposure to what we call now the energy. In our case, the part 5G, if this now just hit our brain waves and right off the bat, a lot of scientists want us to stay in our exposure to it. And my question for you is, is there a way to actually, you know, get rid of it? There are things that the human can do in their own energy to shield, but to get rid of the initiative that is rolling out is not something you will be able to accomplish. 
I'm sad to be pessimistic on this, but it is not stoppable at this point until destruction happens, which is part of human nature, I suppose, that bad, horrible things have to happen to large numbers of people before enough people step forward and say enough is enough and it stops. So taking human nature into consideration, I would say there's no way to stop it. However, if people listen to what I say and take it to heart and wish for it to no longer be, and you gather in large numbers, and use your ability and your thought forms to slow the progress or prevent the progress, then that is a viable option. But the power control is something that you must be aware of. You are dealing with it whether you wish to or not. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And Hannah Gage wants to know, what is it like to be, or to plainly say, what is it like to be dead? Like, is there a heaven or is there a hell? Please my language. There is no heaven, there is no hell. There is just what we create. And for those of us who had a mighty good time, mighty good time, <laughs> in the third dimension, we will create something similar. So for me, I have a lab, and instead of having to go to a very unpleasant man and beg him for money, I use the power of thought forms and I create what I wish to create. And I put them together in my lab, and ultimately, they will be packaged and they will be sent as thought forms down into the third dimension. And that's why we're interested in those of you who are receivers, you see. Because we can send, but we need receivers. Receivers of thought forms, not machines. Your scientists right now are still working with machines and bigger and better machines and they're not getting very far, are they? Not at all. In fact, you would say, I would say they're actually scratching the little surface that they have already scratched. Catch my drift, sir. Indeed. Um, Christine Metacalf wants to know, do you have any regrets? There are a few, but not many. They were, I suppose, tests of my character and what I truly stood for as I gave up millions and millions of dollars to wind up in the park feeding pigeons. I actually did that, you know. 
And it's very difficult in that sense. I also have deep regret that I did not know what channeling was and what it was about. I did have an opportunity at one time. I was approached by another well-known inventor who, strangely enough, was in the automobile business, which I am aware that my name is being used in that way. As asking my next question, sir, how do you feel about that? About that your name is being, you know, plastered on these automobiles and different projects that you yourself, on a personal level, would not agree to in terms of integrity. I am not happy about it, but there isn't much I can do as once you leave the third dimensional realm, you do not have legal rights and descendants don't have them either. So you just kind of look the other way. But had I acknowledged my ability as a channel, I could have done additional research on spirituality and channeling. I was presented with the opportunity but the upbringing that I had and being told I had mental illness and being deemed as an eccentric already, I had no interest in going down that road, excuse the pun, no interest whatsoever. Now, thinking about it, present time, it would have been really an amazing thing to have the name recognition that I had and to be doing research in this area, not as the researcher, but as someone who actually was experiencing it. They wanted me to be the subject of the research, not the researcher, which my ego wouldn't have accommodated that either, my friend. I must say that competition is very much in my makeup, and I didn't mind gambling here or there. I did have to give it up at one point as childhood nonsense, but I gambled in other ways. And had I taken that gamble on that research that I was being presented with, things might be completely different in the way it's approached now. And the fact that I'm telling you that thought forms are the way to go in the future, they make sense to this small group, 
but I don't think they make sense to the world at large unless I'm sadly mistaken and I don't ever think I'm mistaken. You see, ego does persist. Even though we say to ourselves that we want the best for humanity, we also want to be recognized for our achievements and our work. And that would have been a very interesting one. But I really wanted to get involved with automobiles in the more traditional sense in making them run without the use of any kind of fossil fuel. As I felt that every, there was more than enough energy generated on the planet to energize everything that we could possibly ever want. And that is truly the case but it is prevented by those that wish power and money. Unfortunately, sir, you're correct. Christina, I'm sorry, Christine Gonzalez wants to know, Mr. Tesla, when you build that tower, was that going to be for wireless, was that going to be for wireless energy? Everything I did towards the end of my life, well, the very end of my life, I wasn't doing that much. I was doing a lot of work in my head, but I wasn't doing as an action, purely because of not having the funds to do so. But in my head, I was doing tremendous amounts of work. I never stopped working. I worked very, very hard, most people said. And I sacrificed a great deal because of the dedication that I had and the, I must admit, over-fixation I had with my work. I was much happier in my own head than I was in the outside world, if that makes sense. It does. Because I find myself always telling myself, I always have an idea in my head. I'm always thinking. I always, my family's always like, what are you always thinking about? I'm like, honestly, I just have so much. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure you can, I'm pretty sure you can you know, relate to that. Um, it's just really a lie. A lot of times I can think about stuff and all of a sudden I start doing it and it gets complete. I'm like, hey, there's something else that I do. You know, I never just, never shuts off. That makes sense. Absolutely. And my one last final question for you, sir, is I have a twin brother. And for some reason, we've always had a bit of what we call a twin vibe. And I've always just wondered, does it get stronger as we age? I'm 23, I'll be 24 next week, so I've always just wondered, okay, I know it'll get stronger as we get older, but I wonder, like, like what's the basis of it? So I've always been told that... Uh, there's, well, there's not really been much knowledge as to why twins exist in the first place in terms of a metaphysical uh, definition, if that makes sense. As far as, happy birthday, by the way, as far as why twins exist, 
you have agreed to come in and you share the same DNA. DNA is energy, my friend. So you share the same energy pattern. So no coincidence, as they say, that you would have the same or similar thoughts and feelings on occasion. However, as you venture out and have separate life experiences, these things can change and ebb and flow. This can be true even if the twins did not grow up together. You will find that they have very similar wants, desires, and experiences in their lives. But there is the variable, which is the outside influence and the experiences with the outside world. Thank you, sir. That makes a lot of sense. I'll be sure, I'll be sure to tell him that. Tell him happy birthday for me also. I will, sir. Many people don't recognize the twins as individuals. And that's one thing we've always talked about as well. Knowing that we're so, so different, yet so much alike. You know, I think one of the biggest things we're talking about this time is the individuality aspect of it. That makes sense because, you know, for example, you know, me and him, we're, we're not identical to my group, we're fraternal twins. And so we've always been kind of like, I figured out our individuality. The thing is, we figured that out, we finally found our individuality. We learned, we kind of learned, we were just like, wow. Like, even though we're like, we, like, we experience different things, we always come back, we always meet each other middle, so. If that makes sense. How very lovely to come in with a best friend. Is it not? It is very, it is very much so. So I feel that our time is coming to a close. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. So I want to thank you all for your time and patience with me. I hope that what I conveyed here made sense to you. You are a special group, so I did not dumb it down for you because you should already know what thought forms are and how they are generated and the accountability that goes along with that. We just want to remind you that that is the latest technology, as it were, because human beings are so enamored with their gadgets, are they not? We are. And, and in how many movies do the gadgets wind up attacking the humans? <laughs> so... We must be careful. We don't want to create sci-fi movies in real life, do we now? No, we don't. Unfortunately, um, I'll say this next. His idea is to have us have a neural interface implanted in our brains. We call it a blue. And that way, we can make our car, our cars, any electronic turn on. This by our bigger thoughts. And it's pretty frightening. So, as a 
as a human being and as a creative person myself, it's pretty great. It is indeed. And better to create like dogs do. Did you hear the dog? I heard the dog. Yes, sir. Animals know better than humans for the most part. I've learned. That's why I spend time with the pigeons in the park. They are able to communicate and I was able to communicate with them. And if they were not feeling well, I would take care of them. And I found them quite nurturing as a man who never married and never had any children this was the closest i came to having a nurturing nature and they were quite accommodating of me they did not judge me they just looked at me and were smiling i felt at me and glad for my company and I liked that very much. I wish that human beings were more like that. I like that, so do I. So I believe that it is now time for me to go back to my work. And trust me, I am working. I do not sleep anymore. How great is that? Amazing. I can sure. ponder whatever I want for as long as I want. I still create in my mind before manifesting. Although I don't have to, it is an ego thing for me, I think. I like it to be perfect before I manifest it. Sound just like me, sir. Please don't. Please don't follow in those footsteps. It is okay to have trial and error. That is just my way. And my way remains my way, I gather. It is really very much the same. I know someone asked about heaven and hell, and that is religious teaching that they probably got most of their life. And it's really much more simple than that. Once you drop the physical body, you literally go to a dimension that is right next to this one. And think about what you could do if you didn't have to take care of physical things. That might be easier for you to ponder. So you do not need a place to live, you do not have bills to pay, you don't need to eat, you don't need to sleep. So what you do have is your thoughts and your ability to create and to manifest immediately into your environment. It is a big playground. The only reason to come back to the third dimension is for the challenge and many do decide to return to complete things that they are working on in the third dimension it is much more difficult to be where you are 
then to be where I am. So good news to you that this whole idea of death being a scary thing isn't really scary at all. And it is harder to communicate with those in the third dimensional realm, but it's not impossible and it's getting easier. See, I'm an example. Indeed. So, good news ahead, my friends. Please be aware. Please keep your powers of discernment, your little antennas on top of your heads, as they say. And you'll be just fine. We're depending on you to create a higher level vibration in the third dimensional realm which will make it much more pleasant and easier for us to be able to speak with you. And I believe that I will lead the conversation with that bit of good news. Thank, Thank you, you very much for your time and your attention. Good day to you all. Was that intense? It seemed like it was. <laughs> it was. As my twin brother would say, it was very real. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing, is how does it feel? That's the first way to, um, and it, it's not for everybody. So if it doesn't feel right, I don't take that personally at all. It is not, <laughs> it is not everybody's cup of tea, that's for sure. And I will say this, um, I definitely, I'll tell you this, right when he was speaking, I immediately felt very intense. It almost like I was like standing at attention like a soldier. Mm -hmm. And I'm just sitting there listening to him. And I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like my hand was just like jotting stuff down. Like uh, my hand wasn't moving, but my mind I was just writing stuff down as we yeah. He's actually funny. Did you notice that? Yeah, he's very funny. I laughed. I laughed. <laughs> I think that's great because you have like this impression of who this person is and then you find that it's like, oh, that's not it, that's not it at all. Yeah, it's like, you know, it was great meeting my hero. I will say that and I'll give my twin brother his message that just told me to get to him, so I'll definitely be doing that. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of information in, in regards to me and him, so it was very much very personal, personal birthday gift to two of us and a lot of people's questions were answered. I got a lot of answers and I'm sure and I hope they did as well. Well, that's great. They always seem to do that and sometimes they answer the question before you ask it. I noticed that happened yeah, a couple was, of times too. I that. The thing is, I actually felt the thought actually leave it pulled from my mind actually. It's that I was a great answer. I could feel my thought just leave my head and just... <laughs> yeah. Well, if anybody could do that, he would be the one. Yeah, and I'm glad. I'm, you know, this is just exactly what I was envisioning and it came true. Well, and Michael was excited, that's for sure. So, yeah, I wonder what this project's going to look like going forward because it sounds like it's kind of an ongoing thing. 
Uh, next time, next time he does come through, there is one question that I definitely will be hitting him with, and I think he'll be able to put a big smile on his face. <laughs> okay. That's what, I, that's what I can say. Is anybody mm -hmm. noticing how purple the screen is? It is. And the uh, the background is changed to purple. Everything is, for whatever reason, I'm getting nothing but this purple, purple, purple everywhere. And, and I'm, seeing, I'm seeing the aura around you as well. The kind of changed color as well. Oh, really? What did, what did you see? Well, when you first started channeling, I saw a bit of like an orangish color. And then when Mr. Tesla stepped forward, it kind of was like its own separate color. And I saw Michael behind you as well. Oh, okay. He kind of was sitting behind you like his leg. <laughs> kind of like crossing. He was just like, he was just uncontrollable. <laughs> it was very hard for me not to laugh. I would say that. Well, that's, that's what Michael does. He like, and I swear I can feel him like over my shoulder. Like if I'm looking at something that he's interested in, he'll be over my shoulder and going, okay, okay, let me see, let me see, you know, especially if someone's like saying that. something about him. And I, think I want that. <laughs> yeah, he's just really, he's really a lot of fun. Once you get past all the, the, the crap going on in 3D, which, you know, he's not real concerned about it. I wouldn't be either, honestly. I mean, tonight, it definitely put a lot of uh, concerns to rest with me, and I hope it did for everyone else as well. Well, it was very, uh, very good news what he was talking about as far as, you know, leaving 3D and going there and how much easier it is. Yeah, and he, the fact that he mentioned it was literally just like a next door kind of thing, like you no, know, this dimension is like right next door to his side of the of thing. Right. And what amazed me was just how I felt like I was speaking with not even a professional. I just felt like I was speaking with Brennan. You know, you know, just when I was speaking with him. I mean, one, I can't believe I'm speaking with him to that, but then secondly, like, wow, this is a very easy going guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's this is great. And then I have comes back to uh, I just I have another bubble of questions to ask that's Okay. Well like I said, I got the impression, I don't know why, but I got the impression that he's involving us in an experiment that he's doing. And so he may, you know, now that the door has been opened and, you know, we're willing to be receivers. Um, and he's, you know, that was his first thing was he wanted to make sure that we could hear him and, you know, that everything was working correctly with the channel. Um, I think that's why he did that. He came in with, you know, can you hear me kind of thing. Um, and he also said he wanted to start with you first. So he made, he made that very happy. He said he figured that he could start with me first, you know, and <laughs> he put even more emphasis on making sure that the channel is legitimate. I said legitimate. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, well, he's not, I guess he doesn't want to open the door and say, yeah, everything is, you know, everybody's channeling, every, you know, because that's kind of, yeah. it's becoming, strangely, it's becoming like a popular thing in the culture to say that you channel you know when i was doing this in you know 1987 <laughs> it was not you know so 
I understand what he's talking about of the, the prejudice of being different and having different sensitivities and people looking at you sideways and feeling like you don't fit in. and and um, But it seems as of late that um, channeling has been something that's like everybody's doing. Yeah, and things even made light of that as well to some extent. You mentioned how you know, things that are coming into our world, you know, we're actually scratched, actually, even I actually said that's, uh, as I said, honestly, sir, when it comes to the scientific aspect of it, we're only scratching the surface. We spoke on uh, new, um, I guess you could say, self-sustaining energy. We spoke on that. And I said, sir, you know, if it makes any sense to you, we've only scratched like the little surface that we've already had on that. Right. right. <laughs> Now, people are asking about Michael. What what was Michael doing like behind me? What did you see? From what I can see, it's almost like he was just watching. Like, oh my gosh! Like, I can't believe. Like, this is so cool. Like, he was just like sitting. It was almost like he was sitting back there eating popcorn as as he yeah. as he was. Yeah. <laughs> He did show me that earlier. Michael showed me that earlier. You know, I guess it's thriller where he's eating the popcorn in the movie theater. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, it was like that. It's like, yeah, this is what I'll be doing. You know, he showed me that like a couple of days ago. Yeah, the thing is, as he's back, I was like, you know, okay, wait, he's six flames here right now. So as you know, as Mr. Chesler stepped forward, you know, and I'm listening to him, I'm asking questions, and I'm feeling his energy. I'm doing both of their energy, by the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, I wonder if you can sense me too. I wonder if you can both of them see what I'm seeing right now because my mind, my third eye is just like all the way open here. I yeah. can see their faces. Like, well, if face. you felt like, like you were getting energy pulled out of you, um, yeah. Dale used to talk about this too when I did the live events with the connection. He said it's like they're tapping in to my brain. Yeah, and exactly I can feel it. And a uh, long time ago, when I was asking the connection questions about how does this channeling thing work, and, you know, they said that communication can be difficult because of frame of reference and they don't live in the third mm -hmm. dimensional realm and so on. And so they said that they actually tap into my brain and they pull vocabulary from what's stored in my brain. So they're actually able to um, get current language, current, not slang exactly, yeah. but things that things that are that sound more current. Right. And what really amazed me was I think he was tapping into my, my way into humor a little bit. I think that's what made me laugh so much. And when you play this back, you kind of, you can almost kind of like hear me like closer in my laughter a little bit. Like I'm trying not to just bust out laughing. No, it's back. fine because he was he was laughing and and he was doing like a um, what do they call it a pregnant pause <laughs> yeah. for effect. You know, it's like you know I'm kidding, right? Or you know I'm like yeah. making fun. Um, but he was very serious about government and power structures and that stuff. And you know, and I'm, glad that he and I'm really glad that he mentioned that because there's another fun fact about me. Well, both on me and my twin side, actually. Um, my twin brother used to 
in army. And I used to ask, my major was in criminal justice, as I mentioned before. So everything that he's telling me is like a, well, I know for a fact my person's going to tell me this kind of stuff. Because, <laughs> you know, and all these different people, because I actually came very close to actually work with the federal government. But mm-hmm. things kind of started to did. And I actually could even think I'm glad that they didn't go that far. Because, you know, how I am, I'm going to want to get to the very deepest, darkest depths of any source there is. So, I'm glad that I didn't go forward. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very dangerous, and it's interesting he brought up um, poisoning also. Indeed, and the thing is, someone actually commented that, actually in the comments saying that, you know, Michael dealt with the same exact thing, even he said that, you know, hey, I, it's to my knowledge that Mr. Jackson, you know, resonated with that as well, because he's going through, you know, he becomes this very popular person, that you know, your name, you know, your safety becomes your number one concern. And... It never, and it really shouldn't amaze me, but it does. It never ceases to amaze me that the power of influence is just such a, you know, damning thing. Only, it's almost like only a select can have this, you know, power, so to speak, to get rid of it. And, you know, that's what I'm creating. I'm looking at Belinda's comment. She said she saw Michael sitting over the, the back of the chair, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm, the thing is, as, he, as, he, as Mr. Tesla is talking, I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking at Michael like, I'm like, you know, I can see you, right? And he's just like looking at me, he's just yeah. laughing, he's smiling. I'm like, I hope you know I can see you, man. <laughs> well, that seems to happen quite a bit. And I don't, you know, obviously there's some light shadow. But, yeah. you know, due to the time that we started, when we started, it was still light out. Now it's completely dark. So, so there's a, a change in the, in the lighting because it's getting dark outside. But, yeah, people have remarked about that, too, that they, they see a shadow or, you know, basically, oh, it's opposite. <laughs> Sorry, basically, like, over right in this area. They'll, yes, they'll uh, see... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off, but your lava lamp actually was on fire. Yeah, that's not lava, that's plasma. Oh, plasma, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, see. The plasma was actually on fire, actually. Like, this, Mr. Chester stepped through, it's almost like that thing at his father. That thing was just... <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons, because I like to do little experiment things, too. People know that I do this. And so that's... One of the reasons why I did this, to have it, one, it looks cool and interesting, but also, right. too, that whatever energy I'm putting out, it will be attracted to that, and it'll behave differently, one hopes. Um, I know Cynthia's in the chat, if she's still there, uh, when she and her husband were here and they did measurements on me and channel, and the temperature actually dropped on me personally, not the temperature in the room, but on me personally. So there are, um, and the light just changed. Isn't that interesting? We just got very golden while I'm talking about this. That's funny. Yeah, I think she had a few choice words to say as well. I mean, I think she actually woke up um, just before Mr. Tesla was getting ready to get up out of here. She kind of woke up and she barked a couple of times. Mr. Tesla asked me if I could hear, you know, the dog barking. I'm like, I'm like, of course, because animals communicate better than we do. Like, like they have a whole different function. Yeah. 
you know, as you mentioned before, different wiring. Thing is, and I didn't say this so I can stop him, but I, my dog actually got up well. As soon as Harley got up, my dog got up. She kind of came to my door. She's almost like she was like listening <laughs> to hear something. That's funny because I don't know what she was barking at, but obviously, you know, she had a, a urgent need to bark and go outside. So I'm just glad it didn't throw me out of channel. And the thing is, that's what I thought I was going to have. I'm like, okay, is her barking? Is that going to throw her out of channel? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm getting pretty good at holding it really strong. I mean, I'm really like locked in until they release it. <laughs> And that, and that always amazes me. I'm like, wow, this one is actually pretty strong. She's like, she has a lot of this. Yeah, Cynthia is typing into the chat that um, the temperature dropped, my temperature dropped five degrees. Hmm. Oh, but only when I was going in and coming out of channel. It remained constant during the channeling. It was just the in and out. The other thing too is her husband got up and walked like right across in my uh, in my line of sight if I had been aware, which I wasn't. He walked over and closed the door and came back because it got a little cold in here. And I didn't have any knowledge of that at all. And it didn't I didn't even flinch. So I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty under when uh, when I'm doing this work. And you're in pretty deep. Seems and like. I sense that as well, too. I've learned. But I, I always thought I was pretty much aware because I do remember, like, bits and pieces of what was said, but I don't remember everything. Everything is being recorded. And one thing I've realized, too, is, like, as, like, you know, as this whole channel happened, the very center of my forehead that's, like, on fire. Uh, it, it didn't hurt anything, which is something I'm saying, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. This has never happened before. Yeah, I think Cynthia had something similar to that, and she was physically present in the room, and she felt a sensation in her third eye. And, uh... I definitely feel it's like... I mean, I, I guess I can describe the, the sound I hear. It's almost like... Oh, that's what it... That's what I heard. Yeah. Oh, okay, something must be answered. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of got the impression that Mr. Tesla was not creating any kind of gadgetry. So it's, <clears throat> it's interesting, you know, what is he doing, um, if anything, uh, to facilitate communication like in channeling? Or is he just, or has he decided that this is now a natural process and he should tell everybody, guess what? This is <laughs> this is the new wireless. <laughs> this is the new thing. This is the new thing. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the new old thing. 